So just before we finish up today's show, I want to let you know about my next group program, my health kickstart and detox. The best way to start diving into your health, if this is what you're doing and my podcast is motivating you to get started, is to start looking at nutrition, the right way to eat for your body and understanding that, as well as digestion, because you are what you absorb and not just what you eat. And so I teach how to ensure your digestive system is even turned on so that you can benefit from the food that you're putting into your body, as well as sugar. Where is it sneaking into your diet, even when you're trying to be careful? Unfortunately, it's in everything these days, and so it does tend to sneak in. So I combine all of this learning in a group program for support for you, along with setting you up for success on your detox program providing recipes and meal plans, etc., so that you can truly enjoy the benefits of getting those toxins out. I've never had someone get to the end of my program and go, gee, I wish I didn't do that. Instead, I get to hear all of their amazing success stories like, wow, my, I have such mental clarity now. My aches and pains are gone. I'm sleeping better. My bloating and gas and indigestion is gone. So I love hearing that. It motivates me to keep sharing with others because I truly do believe when we get the toxins out, when we create a body that is inhospitable to disease and we make it a lifestyle, that we can get rid of the chronic illness that we have in our world today. So click the show notes to learn more about the program. The link is there. And if you have any questions, book a call with me so we can chat and figure out, is this the right program for you? I look forward to hearing from you. Imagine getting up every day full of energy as if you were in your 20s again. What would that be like? What would that be worth to you? What is your health worth to you? Think about it. Your health isn't everything, but without it, everything else is nothing. And yet too many of us are taking it for granted until something goes wrong. No one wakes up hoping to be diagnosed with a disease or chronic illness. And yet we've never been taught how to be proactive in our health through our school system or public health. As a registered health coach and integrative health practitioner, I believe it is time this information is made available to everyone. Combining new knowledge around your health and the ability to do my functional medicine lab tests in the comfort of your own home will allow you to optimize your health for today and all your tomorrows. Don't wait for your wake up call. Welcome back to another episode of the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. My name is Melissa Dealey, your host, and I'm very excited today to bring to you a very good friend of mine and client. Her name is Susan Glusica. Welcome, Susan. Thank you. So glad to be here and adding value to your audience. I am very excited to have you here, but let me introduce you to my audience. So Susan is the unrivaled realizer. She is known for humanizing the fastest path to inviting in and receiving two to three times more money because she stands for unapologetic prosperity. Doesn't that sound amazing? Unapologetic prosperity. What she wants for herself, she wants for everyone. And her clients expand their prosperity, generosity, and legacy without more bandwidth or having to work longer or harder or having inconsistent results. 
So I'm going to let Susan share her story because she too moved from the corporate world to the entrepreneurial world. And Susan, I would love to invite you to share that journey with our listeners. Yes, thank you for the opportunity. So I am a 12-year corporate refugee at this point, way, way preceding the Great Resignation. And by the way, in the Great Resignation, um, I heard that 50% of those who have resigned in that wave regret their decision. So it's really important to know why you do what you do, right? And that's what we're a little bit of what we're going to talk about. So um, I cut my teeth on Wall Street. And after a 20 year, I just had what I call my crisis of legacy. I could not see my footprint or my impact in the world. I was making great money, great benefits. My husband, my family thought I was insane for not wanting to continue down that path. Also, I will tell you, I... Uh, incurred a lot of toxic eating habits from that. So uh, for example, uh, when they were still private, I was at Goldman Sachs, my first uh, stint in the Wall Street gig. And uh, ultimately I was on a trading floor and to keep what they needed us there, like we couldn't really, to take a bathroom break was like, you know, (laughs) let let alone a lunch break. And so I had this tin and it was high stress. So I had right. this, I'm a chocoholic, right? I had this tin of M&Ms on my desk. And, you know, at first it was just like, you know, one or two here or there to kind of like get my chocolate fix. <laughs> but before long, I had gained 20 pounds <laughs> from just that little change in eating habits, right? Yeah. So, and, and, and I just, you know, other, you other move, things. Right? Before you There's move forward, like, though, I can just well imagine how stressful that must be, that environment anyway. But then to hear you say that even taking a washroom break was a little bit nerve wracking because you might miss something, right? So how can you possibly take time for yourself for a lunch break or anything else in that environment and the stress that puts on the body? Well, I've talked about that a ton on this podcast. People can go and check out my episodes on stress. But we know where that sends us in terms of weight gain and um, imbalanced hormones, poor sleep, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I didn't realize it was that that intense on Wall Street. I knew it was intense, but I, I didn't know it was that intense. So then I, I left the Wall Street gang and went over to the data or information side of the industry for longer than I had anticipated, eight years. And then I went over to the insurance world for longer than I anticipated, like another um, close to 12, 12, 11, 12 years. So t- 20 years total, right? It was, it was pretty fascinating. I met incredible people. So I met great people. The data company was an international company and uh, I come from like an international family. So that was a really cool thing. And I, so I was working with people across the pond and that was really awesome and expansive and um, got into uh, very interesting drinking habits there because in, in Britain, you know, they're proud of being able to drink anybody under the table, right? So just, just kind of like, you know, it added. So like, here I am overweight and now I'm, you know, getting into the drinking game, the corporate drinking game, right? Back in the day. Um, not so much now. Nowadays, it's more, you know, non-alcoholic is, is uh, options are, are more to the forefront. But my own story, right? And it's the same with the money. So the money, right? Um, it, there were bad money habits. I had my own financial advisor 
And I, and I was listening to what that financial advisor was saying to do. This was before I helped people with their financial plans, but I didn't save enough. Even working with an, a financial advisor, I didn't listen to the amount of money I was to put aside, right? So my first tip to your audience is if you hire an expert, listen to what they say, <laughs> find out the why behind what they're saying. And if that makes sense to you, do it, right? Um, even if it's fear inducing, it's scary because you've never done it this way or you're addicted to your past patterns or behaviors, I'm telling you, it is well worth the courage to show up and make those shifts. Okay, finding out the, I was gonna say finding out the why is so important, right? That's, that's, why, that's why I worked with you. You were the first person in my world on the health side um, who really, truly, un, you know, made me, got me to understand what was going on with my body, why certain things were happening, why certain things that I had already changed were no longer sustainable, right? Like a, like I did keto for three years, just personally, right? That was my choice because my body really liked it initially, but then it wasn't sustainable over the long haul. So what do I replace it with, right? You were the one who came. It was like this, aha, like the clouds parted and the knowledge came in and I was like, oh yes, this is terrific and beautiful and what I need because the truth of the matter is we always get what we need. So you came at the right time and I'm so blessed that we're working together to improve my health and it's working, right? Like my, the detox experience is amazing because, um, what, and I'll get to what I do now in my coaching practice, but um, the, the detoxing, the, that process um, actually, um, I don't know what the, like it, it exponentialized my ability to create money uh, and my ability to manifest whatever it was that I was thinking about at the time. And doing the quarterly, like being on the maintenance program, right, is really important because, you know, my body tends to want to swing back into the old, not so healthy routines. And this is kind of like the quarterly, like, no, we're getting, we're getting back on track and we're releasing the things that no longer serve, right? And the more and more I do that, not only the easier they become, but the um, more smooth, my, uh, creation, my money creation process, my magnetization and attraction results become. So there is a link between the health and wealth. You know, that people say your health is your wealth, but that's not the total, like total why the, the real true why totally is whatever you want to manifest becomes easier. If you're healthy, if you have a healthy 3d or physical system, whatever you are desiring comes just smoother and faster and like more on point to what you specifically desire. I'm here to tell you that. So and going I, back to my- I yeah, love that. And I'm just going to say again, cause I love the why I love explaining the why and I'm the one that always asks why. So I guess I come by naturally teaching it because I agree. It's really important. I do feel when people understand the why they're so much more likely to follow through and continue doing something at least long enough to get the benefits. And then when they reap the benefits, then they're just self-motivated to keep going. Right. But the why in this case is that when we clear out our physical body because of that connection of the mind, body, spirit, et cetera, it's all connected. And if we're bogged down, whether it's toxins, whether it's emotions, whether it's even, you know, mental toxins and the way we talk to ourselves, all of those things impact our ability to 
you know, be in optimal health and be able to manifest and be an open channel because our channels are blocked. But that detox process, it starts eliminating the physical toxins. And then depending on the individual and how ready they are, it starts to release emotional toxins and our mental toxicity, et cetera, et cetera, to open those pathways. And that's absolutely what you experience. So I love that. Thank you for sharing. And in addition to the money creation side, it's also, believe it or not, improved my relationship with my husband, which was an unexpected, right? And it's not because I dropped weight or, you know, got sexier to him in any kind of like physical way, but it does change your energy and it frees up a lot of energy. And I think um, gives me the ability to be more present and attentive to him when we are together, right? So it just, it improves things like that, like unexpected things. Um, but going back to my, my, like where I was in the corporate world and with all these like, you know, um, unhealthy patterns, both in health and in wealth, um, ultimately I decided due to my crisis of legacy um, to, to find what I was really here to do. And I thought to myself, well, what is it that I like to do? I also talked to a lot of my Um, advisors at the time, including my financial advisor. And he said, why don't you do what I do? Because it's, it's a lot of his education and you, you know, education runs in your blood. I've got teachers, uh, school, you know, the private school owner, uh, vice principal, right. Or or assistant principal, I should say, um, all in my, you know, cousins, my aunt, my sister and her husband. Right. So it's, it's, I come from the education um, world mm-hmm. and always wanted to be a teacher. And there you go. It was like, okay, well, he must see something in me. And I stepped into that. And I thought I had found the thing that I'm here to do because planning sets me on fire. I love building the plan and then defending the plan over time. <laughs> right. Right. So the goal doesn't change, right? The, the way, the plan may morph, but the goal doesn't change, right? So uh, that's how, where I continue to this day to help um, fempreneurs and business owners add their self-equity ecosystem like so they can build wealth faster and more securely like the Rockefellers did. Um, and there I was in that endeavor and I realized here I am talking about three times, three times, three, and people are stuck in three plus three plus three, what I lovingly call ego earning. And I said, you know what? There's got to be a better way because I can build the best financial plan for someone. And believe me, I do. But if they don't believe it's possible, it doesn't work for them. And so that's very, very some- true. Yeah. We have to first believe it in order to take the action in order to then make it come become reality. Right. And again, it's true with your health. I talk to people and say, if you don't believe you can heal, you're not going to. Right. Your body isn't going to do what it needs to do to allow you to heal. You have to first believe it and then everything else flows. Yep. Absolutely true. So I, in the summer of 2018, discovered there are seven energetic levels of money consciousness. I call them the money realities, wrote a book about it, Money Energy Mastery. For those watching on YouTube, I have right here, Money Energy Mastery. It's a great book, easy read, and also lots of pages for your action plans at the end. So this isn't a book that you just read and throw on the shelf. This is a book that you read and you learn from and you take action from. Yeah. I didn't write in my pages at the back though. And I'll tell you why. 
because I wanted to come back and read the book again. And so I wrote my, all of my action things and everything from here in another journal so that I could do that too, share this with others and read it again. But you know why you're going to read it again, because you recognize that that's what masters do. Masters are experts at repeating the fundamentals. I do that too. It's a rare book that I will underscore or highlight it or, or make notes in it because I know that the next time that I'm going to be rereading it, and it was true for the book that sparked my, my signature self-discovery um, of, of the seven money realities, um, which was uh, Sir David Hawkins' Power versus force, bit texty, right? But it's rare that I will highlight or make mark up or anything or write in, even if there are pages to do so, because I know I'm going to be refreshing on it and I'm going to be a different person that next go round and the next time and the next time, right? So I invite everybody listening to do that, right? To use the prompts in the book and then write in a journal or, you know, I do binders. So I'll take notes and I'll put them in binders so that they remain organized for me because I always will refer back to my own notes as well. It helps to see the progress, right? Absolutely. That's why I, I keep track of my weight as one of, I'm, I'm a weight tracker, right? So I can go back and see, wow, how far have I come? Or am I getting off track? Like from say a year ago, right? Right. How am I doing? So um, definitely recommend that. That's, that's cool. Thank you. I'm going to just step in there for one thing, because sometimes weight tracking that can be a trigger for people, right? So it depends on the individual as to whether that's helpful or not helpful. And so what I will often recommend is that people uh, weigh themselves on a Friday morning and then weigh themselves on a Monday morning, because usually with the structure of the work week, We can be pretty good with sticking to any kind of structure that we've implemented in terms of eating the way that we want to eat that serves our body, et cetera, et cetera, and making good choices. And then it's on the weekend where we don't have that structure that we might be celebrating with others, visiting others and not as in control of our food, where we may be kind of dipping into more of the 20% or that 20% of the 80-20 rule that I recommend goes to 30%. So when you weigh yourself Monday morning, you can kind of see the impact of the choices you made over the weekend. And that's learning, right? And But it's not overdoing it and it's not setting your day off every single day into being a bad day because of a number on the scale. And that's what I don't want for people. Right. I've been, it's just something, it's a, it's a habit for me. Right. And I do it with detachment. That's a great point. Like I don't, I'm not my number. My number is nearly information for me. So that's why it works for me. That's why it works for you. Exactly. And And I I just do it at the start of the day. It's part of my routine, like brushing my teeth and things like that. Um, And so, yeah, so good point. And, you know, truly it's the same with money actually that, when some people, when they track their money, right, it makes them feel bad if they didn't get the money in, right? And then it can be triggering and all of that stuff, right? Until and unless you can do it and approach it from a point of um, detachment. Right. Right. Like you're not your number. Right. So, so. And again, so am, important to do with money because you do need to know where you're at and, you know, you don't want to be going spending, spending, spending and not having any idea what you've got. Right. I'm sure you're going to get to that. <laughs> you're no, talking right. about it. Exactly. Yep. Just like the weight thing, right? You you need on some level to be tracking it. So you have that information. Mm-hmm. But if it gets obsessive or if it starts triggering you in non-positive ways, right, or unhealthy ways, then 
you know, then, then a different approach or perspective to it, it can be helpful. Yeah. Right. And with um, food, it's, it's a little bit easier in your weight. Cause you can also notice it by how you feel in your clothes, right? Mm-hmm. With money, you don't necessarily notice it with how it feels in your pockets, especially these days. Cause it's, right. you know, it's a cashless society to a large extent. Yeah. And I, I will ask people, even clients, okay, so how much money came in the bank? And they're like, I don't know. Cause they're not tracking it. They're like almost afraid to track it. <laughs> so, right. But you do need to track it. Right. Yes. So, so going back to like in the summer of 2018, here I am reading this book uh, for the second time. And I like really literally hit my, you know, palm to forehead and said, this is exactly how money energy works. Now keep in mind, I had been in the money business on in one shape, way, you know, or form for a while at that point, right? Over 30 years. And so I've, you know, come from a very, very um, Northern European, you know, humble and, um, you know, kind of a scarcity mindset, like almost proud as to how much we were able to do with so little type of, right. of upbringing, right? Right. Um, every, so my, my, my rags to riches beginnings um, starts with basically being with two other sisters, so on, on the oldest of three girls and um, ev- every Christmas, it was, we didn't all get what we wanted for Christmas. We actually had to rotate that. Um, So we only got what we really, really wanted every third Christmas, right? Um, So it just taught us that like everything had to be shared. Um, Our desires were not valid in and of themselves, right? And there wasn't enough for every, each one of us to have what we wanted. Now I know the reality is, right, that we always get what we need and having your desire is sufficient. Like your desire alone is sufficient for receiving it. And there's energy in that desire that when you imprint it into the universe or formless substance or intelligent, you know, infinite intelligence, it's, it comes by a number of names, source, God, goddess, whatever, however you conceive that entity to be in your understanding of it. Right. Um, and when you open into the floodgates of that, that's then pivoting out of that scarcity, which is actually a human construct into abundance because in truth there is only and ever will be abundance right so nature uh, if you connect and when you connect to nature right that's plugging into the the natural abundance uh, that exists and truly for me health has become as money has also is only being available to activate my perfect health dna because in my DNA, as in nature, the, 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 um, the formula exists for per- perfect health. Absolutely. Right. And that's, that's the why behind my own health journey was to only engage that perfect health as it has been in my wealth journey to only engage and activate my unapologetic prosperity, my birthright. It's our birthright. However, when we don't come to it consciously, we can undermine that natural abundance and perfect health setting. So that's why I think what you do, Melissa, is so important because what you do is you give the system the space to get back to that natural perfect health state. 
And it's kind of akin to what I do in my money coach. So I, I built, I discovered these money levels and then I build this coaching practice because I realized that my higher highest level existed in my next higher level of service. So I added a coaching practice and now I have these two distinct businesses that I can serve people with. Um, and I'm on a mission to raise the money consciousness of the world for prosperity for all. Right. And to, so in my work, I help and shift those money blocks so you can energetically attract more money and enjoy the freedoms that come with it. It's your natural state. I'm like Melissa, like you are doing. I'm here to connect you with that natural state of abundance when it comes to your money. Melissa's doing it when it comes to your health. So there's a lot of synergies and commonalities in how we approach. And we're, we both like to explain the whys so you understand. So I explain how does money energy work? Why do you want to lead with your financial frequency, right? What is all that about? And what does that do for you? And why do you want to step forward and serve from your highest level? Well, that's pretty easy because the world is depending on you to do so. If you're enjoying my content and someone that wants to step into being proactive in your health and learning more, I would love to invite you to join my membership community. There's a link in the show notes for only $19.99 a month. You get access to all of my content and there is a lot as well as weekly calls that you can come and get your health questions answered. It's truly priceless. I'd love to see you join the community. Check out the link in the show notes. And I love that. And another synergy that we have in our work is that really good money management, understanding of money, even the concept of abundance, as well as, you know, understanding your body and how it works and nutrition and sleep and stress. None of that is taught through our school system, right? There might be... Nobody teaches what I teach. Everybody exactly. teaches that in school. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's another synergy is that people are getting into adulthood without learning this through the mainstream education system, right? There might be classes on, you know, opening a bank account and even accounting classes, et cetera, you know, tracking your money, but there aren't classes on understanding your money blocks, releasing them, understanding abundance in money, et cetera, et cetera, was, which is where everything opens up for people when we shift that mindset. Um, I remember, I think it was a Tony Robbins presentation. I'm not sure, but I remember reading about it. And I think I read about it in Think and Grow Rich, where he pulled people up onto the stage and he asked them to bring something with them that they just had in the audience. Right. And then he gave one person, I think a $5 bill and he asked them to buy something from someone else with that $5 bill. So they bought a pen with a $5 bill and then they had a pen. And then the next person had a $5 bill and then they bought something from another person with the same $5 bill. They got a clipboard and so on and so on and so on. Right. And he was just proving the point about the abundance of money because when you spend money, that's not the end of the money right? The money keeps going around and around and around. And yet as children, we so often hear those sayings of, you know, money doesn't grow on trees and you can't have everything that you want. And, you know, we can't afford that, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So great. And rich people are greedy. And yes. 
<laughs> so many of these things that are imprinted into our little minds between that age of zero and six, when we're so impressionable. And then that's what creates our beliefs around money, our blocks around money. And when we get into adulthood, they might've served us in the moment and potentially it served the parents well, because then you weren't asking for everything every time you went into a store, but in adulthood, it's not serving you anymore. And it's holding you back from achieving the success that you want and having the impact that you want to have in the world because you're still running that program. Yep. And speaking about programming, there's two ways to have to get results. There's the slow and steady, right? Like affirmations is slow and steady, slow and steady. And some people like to come at the money creation in the slow and steady. Like, okay, I'm just going to incrementally increase like what. So this is what I did last month. I'm going to incrementally increase the next month and the next month and the next month, right? To where it takes a long time to ultimately reach where you truly want to be. That's one way. And that's a valid way, right? The other way is to actually give yourself a new experience. That's the fast way. And so that's actually where my um, methodology uh, <laughs> is designed to help you step into. We do do certain things that are along the slow and steady rate way. Um, and we add the fast way, right? I always like to hedge my bets. So like the way I teach my top three ways to the money, right? If you take action on three ways to the money, you could potentially get double or triple your, your promised results. This is why people usually get two to three times more money working with me because we're, we're taking like multiple avenues to make sure that you get the desired result and then some, Right. Um, and I know you do the same thing. You have, you know, um, like there's the slow and steady meaning, like there's like the maintenance plan that you can, you know, have for the long term, right? That's kind of the slow and steady. But then the detox is actually like give yourself a fast result, right? Um, weight loss is not the goal of the detox, but it is a nice added benefit and it's pretty rapid. The, the key then is to, to maintain that over the long haul, right? Um, and so, so that again, another synergy and, and we're very like-minded in terms of like the, the results that we like to give people, let's get the really nice immediate results, right? A new experience and then maintain it and build on it for the long-term. That's another reason why I really enjoy your program um, because I'm, I'm already built like that in, you know, to do it on the money side in my program. So it was a natural uh, kind of you know, application over on the health side. And so anyone who's listening that's worked with me on the health side that likes the way that I've run my health programs from the detox to, as you say, the maintenance, the quarterly detoxes, and then, you know, potentially lab testing after that for, you know, taking that next step to optimize your health or to find the little imbalances that just need to be tweaked. You're going to love working with Susan because you already understand that setup. And now that you have your health or you're, you know, working on optimizing your health and your goal is to live longer and be able to live right to the end with quality of life, you do need wealth to get you there, right? You know, I went to my financial advisor because I'm in Canada. I've been working with him since before I ever met Susan. And I, and I love Susan. I love, you know, both sides of your work, your coaching and your money energies, because I learn from you every time we connect, as well as, you know, your background of, creating a financial plan for someone, because that's really important to have that plan. 
And so with my financial advisor, when we went in for an annual review at one point, my husband and I, he had us living until 80. And I said, no, that's not long enough for me. <laughs> you got to bump that out to 100. I want to make sure I have enough wealth to last me until I'm 100, right? Because I'm going that's for my health goal. Personally, I'm going for 120, but I'm an eternal optimist. (laughs) Yeah, and so am I, and I love it. And I'm not, I don't even really want to put a number on it because I also know people who've put numbers on it and, oh, my parents lived until they were 79, so I'm going to live until I'm 79. Well, guess what happens? We manifest that into happening, right? So I say 100 or more, really. But, you know, his chart, his number didn't go higher than that anyway. (laughs) So financial advisors might have to start changing their programming. But my point is, is that our health and our wealth, I agree with you. They do go so hand in hand. We need the wealth in order to live the life we want to live for as long as we, you know, can live. But we also, when we're making that wealth, we can't discount our health because what good is the wealth if you've destroyed your health in the process of acquiring that wealth? And I see far too many people in that situation. And, you know, maybe some of the people that you used to work with on Wall Street are in that situation, right? And I I just found it interesting earlier when you were talking about the beer drinking because you were working with people over the pond. And I don't know if you know this about my story, but I've said it a few times recently and it's coming up again. But when I first came to Whistler 32 years ago, I was on my way to a merchant banking career in London, England, an internship. And I was just here for six months, except once I got here, I loved being in nature and everyone was saying, you got to stay for summer because there's so many more things to do in summer besides just cross-country skiing and downhill skiing in the winter. So I was like, okay, I'll stay for summer. It's an internship. I contacted them. I pushed it back and that was all fine. Well, now I'd been here, you know, nearly a full year and I had to decide what am I going to do with my life? And it really came to me that living here in nature was much less stressful, a much healthier way to live than going to England and getting into a high stress merchant banking career and then going to the pub after work and eating crappy pub food and drinking a whole lot of beer and staying out late and then getting up and going and doing it all again the next day, you know, having to be at the office at 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. And I'd I'd visited London. I'd worked there in a um, temporarily for like five weeks. And so I'd seen, I'd had a little bit of insight into what that was. And it was enough to tell me, I don't want that life for me. I want this life. And I chose this life for my health, regardless of what my wealth would be. I knew ultimately this was the life that I wanted. And all these years later, coming back into health, I really thank my younger self for that decision. And so it's so funny that you experienced it yourself firsthand. Yeah. And what's funny about that is um, like, you know, you don't know what you don't know. And as a young person, I was just following. I didn't really, I I didn't want to go to school. So the reason I wound up on Wall Street was because um, I wanted to be a teacher, but I couldn't see at the time, right, at the, that I was looking at this, I couldn't see how I could make the money that I wanted to make as a teacher. Right. So I actually went to secretarial school, got a, got an eight and a half month like secretarial certificate. It was really good. I got my job at Goldman Sachs on one interview that like never happens, but that's how competent I was in my secretarial schools. And by the way, 
the Latin base for secretary is keeper of secrets. Oh, anybody's worried about anybody, you know, any, any monetary secrets. Don't worry. They're safe with me. I I run a judgment-free zone as Melissa does. (laughs) And um, yeah, that's, that's just fascinating. But I, I I followed my mom's footsteps. And so I didn't even give it a thought in terms of for the health piece, I was looking for the money. I've always been money oriented my whole life. And um, I can, I can say that, you know, uh, the, we always get what we need, but what happened was after I left the corporate cubicle side and went to the client facing side and did that for several years, I, which I was super, super dedicated to staying in that. There's a lot of turnover for a variety of reasons there. Um, but I didn't want to be planning for people and then not be there when the plan really need to, needed to do its work, right? And the, it takes a while, to, like 10, 20, 30 years to show the brilliance of the plan, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a long-term game. And I didn't want to be setting people up and then exiting before, right. you know, they, they really needed to have that plan you know, make good on the plan promise. So I was dedicated to it to the point that I consumed all of my retirement assets, which as I said before, weren't big enough because I wasn't saving enough into them. Okay. Right. Um, right. And so I actually, I suffered, my car got repossessed and shortly thereafter, just because I could not keep the pace up with my lifestyle and bills as I was building my new business. So we, um, we had to file bankruptcy. We chose to file bankruptcy um, at a particular time. This was you know, over seven years ago. But at the time, it was so devastating because here I am helping people with their financial plans and mine just hit, got a bankruptcy hit, right? I was talking to somebody just yesterday and she's well into her 70s and she has no more retirement assets. She is revamping her business to the point that she's as dedicated as I was just at a later stage in her. And she had to declare bankruptcy because she couldn't keep up with the bills until the cash flow comes in, right? Which is why I do the coaching that I do is to prevent anybody having to go through that because it is, it is uh, like earth shaking and, you know, like soul cringing <laughs> experience, right? That I would love to save anybody else from having gone through them. I like to say I'm, I'm very personally, intimately uh, knowledgeable of each of the seven money realities, having gone through every single one of them personally, right? You teach what you know. <laughs> and that just makes you a better coach and everything happens for us, not to us. And this was all part of the journey you needed to go on in order to get where you are today, as difficult as that was, and as awful as it, you know, may have felt that I, I feel your soul cringing uh, moments, you needed to get through it to get where you're at today in order to be able to serve more people and help others not land yeah. there. Yep. And talking about the, the like coming full circle from that, from the from the being raised lack based and the the whole, you know, uh, financial struggles. I, I wrote, you know, in Courage Under Siege, my, I have a book, uh, a chapter in that book that talks about my perfect financial storms. That was the hardest thing I ever had to write. I wrote it in 2017. And then since then, you can't shut me up. <laughs> but, <laughs> Um, coming full circle, right? And once we recovered from the bankruptcy, which was really truly a, my financial wake up call, right? Like, why would I say like, don't wait for the health wake up call? Well, we had it in in the wealth piece, 
And because we had it in the wealth piece, then I was motivated to, to make sure that every other area of my life would not have a wake up call. Right. right. Um, and so here I am living in nature at the end of 2019, we actually moved to, so, so periodically we were moving out, out, out from the city, from Manhattan, from New York city, because my husband, after seven years living too close to the city, decided he didn't want it anymore. And I said, okay, so for the next seven years, you get to pick where we, where we move. And we just kept, you know, moving further and further and further away to the point that we are now on 21 beautiful acres. Most of it's working hay fields for the dairy farm across the the way. And uh, they just hay some, most of our fields. So it's awesome. And so working farmland is pretty awesome to own. And um, I get to step out into nature anytime I want. It's beautiful, clean air. It's uh, we're the baby property in the area. So we don't have many neighbors close by. So it's not very people, not very trafficy on the road. Right. And it's just a beautiful, peaceful existence, which in my younger you know, city-based days, I did not appreciate to the level that I appreciate now. And I'm blessed that we did that ahead of the pandemic. So we were already socially distancing for a life as a lifestyle. And I was able to run my, both of my businesses virtually. Right. Like I'm so blessed. And I continue to do that. I had already been doing them like that. And everybody Mm -hmm. kind of caught up to me in the pandemic that way, but really, really blessed. And so Um, that's one of the things that I appreciate about working with you, Melissa, is that you like to be that preventative, right? Like getting ahead of things, making sure that we don't trigger certain things or set the stage for certain things that are unpreferred on the health state. Exactly. And that's, you know, predominantly we do that through the lab testing, but also with the detox. And what people don't realize is that we can do that, right? We've been so raised to think we get sick, we go to the doctor and they make us better, or I'm going to get whatever my parents had, et cetera, all based on genetics. And that's no longer the truth. And the science now shows that genetics are only five to 10% of that equation and the lifestyle we create and the environment we create inside our body is 90 to 95% of that, which is where we can absolutely do that and be empowered in our health and in our wealth. And I love what you were talking about, your, you know, your wealth wake up call. And then from that choosing to make sure that you don't have a wake up call in all the other areas of your life, because the way we do one thing is the way we do everything. Right. So I love how proactive you are in, in all of that as well. And I know that you teach that to your clients too. So anybody that's working with you is not only being set up for success in their wealth, but really set up for success in all areas of their life. So thank you. Thank you for all that you do. And I just love the approach that you take and, you know, coming from that scarcity mindset, coming from the corporate world to now, you know, tapping into the abundance that is here for us and the energies of money is a powerful transition that you've gone through that you now share with others. So yeah. I love it. Just like, just like you teach your peeps, like certain things on the health side, just so people don't have a misconception. I run my two businesses on 35 hours or fewer a week. And that's what I teach people to do is how do you get the more money in with less time? So you have more 
personal free time to spend as you will to take care of yourself and your family, your community, your relationships, right? Whatever it is that's important to you, I would suggest starting with your health first, because without you, (laughs) you can't, can't very well do the stuff that you're here to do or take care of those who are important to you as well. I love that you say, you say it's 90% energy and only 10% action, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't like the sound of that? Yeah. <laughs> when you're in action, action, action all the time, you know, how many people are on that path to burnout? I see it all the time, mm-hmm. right? So Utter it doesn't exhaustion. have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. You can yeah. change it and seek out Susan. So Susan, tell the audience how they can get hold of you. Yeah, everything's on my website. It's Susan, S-U-S-A-N, Glusica, G-L-U, like glue without the E, S-I-C-A.com. My books are there. Uh, You can grab your free guide. Um, It's uh, the seven prosperity keys to bring in more money with ease. I love the number seven. So everything that I do is number sevens. (laughs) And my favorite uh, number two. Yeah. Oh, good. Another synergy. I invite anybody interested in in furthering the conversation to book an expansion call. On that call, I will identify your biggest money block and get you crystal clear on what's possible for your money. And I've done that call with you and I love the process that you guide people through. It's super easy and uh, you will definitely come away with much greater awareness around where you're at and where Susan can take you. So I highly recommend that. And just as we finish up here, do you have any last um, message for the listeners today to inspire them to get started on both their health and their wealth journeys? Yeah. So for both of those things, you will know because you always know, right, that something isn't quite right or 100% the way you want it to be, like ideally, right? And um, you want to act on that um, as soon as you have that thought, right? Mel Robbins says you have five seconds to act on a thought, right? Or, or an inclination. So five, four, three, two, one, go call Melissa for your health or go call me for your wealth, right? Or which insert whichever, um, you know, expert that you're looking at in those in other areas of life, right? It's really important that you um, pray or oh, so the, the one thing that's required for success in life is honoring self and others equally. When you do that, which means taking care of yourself and seeking the knowledge that maybe you don't have to have the health that you want, ideally, right? Go do that for yourself. It's going to help you serve others as well. I love that. Very profound and so, so true. Thank you very, very much for joining me here today. I've loved this conversation. Time flies when you're having fun. And thank you to the audience, as always, for tuning in and for sharing these episodes with people that you know need to hear them. Thanks again. Bye, Susan. Thank you for investing this time with me on the Don't Wait for Your Wake Up Call podcast. I'm so glad you joined in. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with someone you think can benefit and have a positive impact on their life, that would be wonderful. Please leave a review by going to your favorite podcast listening app and let me know what you enjoy or would like to hear more of. It will support me in my effort to bring the possibility of natural healing to a wider audience and help disrupt the sick care system we have today and make human health a global priority. Health is your true wealth.